money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. It's a beautiful smile you have this morning. I do because I'm I'm excited about our show today. That's an exciting show. It is Good Friday. It is Good Friday. Thank you for joining us. If you're joining us on your podcast, of course you can't see Reb's smile, but you can see it <laughs> you if mean you mean on the radio listening. Well, over audio. The radio yes. If you're not on YouTube. If you're not on YouTube, yes. maybe I should have said it. If you're not on YouTube, <laughs> then you can't see Reb's smile. But if you are on YouTube, you can see Reb's smile. So well welcome. Thank you for joining us. It's Good Friday. We've got just Reb and I in the studio today. Um, pretty exciting show. I mean, there's so much to say. So I'm going to do a really fast housekeeping. You know where to find the podcast if you're listening on a podcasting platform. You know where YouTube is because we all know where YouTube is. And if you want to hear the podcast just with a player, you can listen Friday mornings at nine o'clock on CHRI 99.1 anywhere in the world. Um, you can look that up or you can listen here in Ottawa where we are locally. And then, of course, you can uh, listen on morethanenough.ca chri.ca and notmind.ca, which is a great segue to the sponsor of the show, because <laughs> the, the sponsor of the show that today is Financial Discipleship Canada, and notmind.ca is their voice on the internet. It's where you go, and, and their ministry is really starting conversations, engaging in being a voice around conversations around stewardship, around money, and around God. So, that's why we have Reverend Ray on uh, on a regular basis. He's from Financial Discipleship Canada, and I'm all done. So check thank it you. out there, and thank you to the, the folks at Financial Discipleship Canada. Okay, so um, I don't know how many people are actually listening this morning. There could be more listeners or less listeners because it is Good Friday, and mm-hmm. maybe some people are heading off to church. Um, right. Depending on your tradition and how you uh, honor this day, um, we are going to read from Hebrews 12 this morning. Mm. And um, in our conversations and planning this show and thinking about and reflecting about the cross and uh, how Jesus gave his life for us, um, it led David and I to think about um, coaching and mm. what is involved in coaching, what kind of commitment is needed. And we're going to discuss some of that today. And and I'm going to throw that, you know, we use the word coaching in biblical times. It might've been said that it was discipleship. So if you're, you're kind of going, why are we talking about coaching? Well, uh, so much of the Christian faith, so much of what we read and learn and do in scripture is about discipleship. Right. And of course, Reb and our focus is how do we do that with money? Right. So we're going to talk about that today and hopefully next week as well. Just what is financial discipleship coaching? What isn't it? And how do we do that at more than enough? And but today we're going to start from Hebrews, reading Hebrews 12 and really 
when I was thinking about these verses, it's the first 11 verses that are so applicable to our financial discipleship journey. Um, but let me just read a f- the first few for us this morning. Therefore, we also, since we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race marked out for us. Looking unto Jesus, the and then some versions have have the the phrase this is new king james but some have the phrase let's fix our eyes on jesus mm-hmm. the author and perfecter of our faith who for the joy set before him endured the cross scorned its shame and is now seated at the right hand of the throne of god Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you don't grow weary and lose heart. In the New King James, it says, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed striving against sin. You have not yet um, gone to the point where Jesus did. So we can take encouragement from that. And you have, um, and then, and then it goes into all of these verses about the exhortation of being, um, uh, uh, chast- the one word in New King James is chastise. Right, right. You know, don't forsake the discipline and chastening of the Lord. Mm. Um, you know, interesting because in verse six in the New King James, it says, For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. <laughs> and that word scourge is like, like that's a really heavy word, but I can't it's help. Not a word we use every day. No, but I can't help but think that that scourging is actually a word we've used when we've thought of Christ mm. and and the suffering and um, what he went through going to the cross and giving his life for the cross. I was just going to say it's not, a, it's not a cross. word we use every day. No, but today it it's is, very appropriate right. to, to use that word because when we think of Good Friday, when we think of mm. today specifically as a day of remembrance of Christ and him coming to the cross and the reasons for that. And, and as you've read in Hebrews, like there's just so much there, but there's a using lot. that word scourge, scourge adds a little, little extra spice to <laughs> the whole, oh my goodness, like that is what Christ went through uh, for us so that we could experience the freedom that he offers through his death and his resurrection. Both of them are so important today, of course, being Good Friday, focusing more on his death. Right. I was just um, looking at like the reference to Proverbs, like, mm. that that section of verse five and six, don't despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loves, he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives. Mm. And I mean, the reason we're reading these verses, we want to think a little bit about um, the verse uh, verse two, that we fix our eyes on Jesus, uh, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorned his shame, and sat down at the right hand of the Father. And there's parts of this verse, and there's parts of this whole section of Hebrews that I said to Dave be, when we were talking about it, it's so applicable to financial coaching. It's so applicable. It is about our discipleship. I do find it interesting that he says, don't grow weary and lose heart. And then he ends and then he takes us right into God cares so much about us. He's not willing to leave us where we are and he wants to discipline us. And, and so often we may think that that is the wrath and the hard, hard heart 
uh, a hardness, but really God comes at us with love, always with love. He is coming so that we can partake with him. It says later on in his holiness. Right. And if we have are in our financial situation this morning and we're feeling like, well, God's just not providing for me. I got to go it on my own. Um, I've got to do it my own way. No one's going to save me, but myself, you know, we need to stop and step back and, and get some perspective. And we want to do that today. Yeah, at, and the I, cro- and I think at the cross of Christ. Yeah, I think it's really important for us to to just pause and really reflect on um, this is why Jesus came to restore our relationship with the Father to be able to come into and say I'm I'm no like Christ said I'm no longer a slave I'm not a slave to sin I have moved to sonship. I'm no longer a slave to the appetites of this world and, and, and I'm no longer a slave even to my own appetites, but that I can come into the presence of God because of the, the work of the cross, mm-hmm. because of what Christ did, then we can say, oh, yes, the, 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 the entire benefit of being a child of God begins to come at play in our own lives. And that's the journey, right? Uh, you know, in a sense of it, it's instantaneous, but it happens over a long time. <laughs> you know, we enter that relationship. It, it is like the veil being rent between the, 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 in the temple, between the Holy of Holies and the Holy Place. You know, instantaneously they could walk into and they could see the Holy of Holies. Like that was a physical representation of what the death of Christ did. Mm-hmm. We get to go into the Holy of Holies, into the presence of God. And yet we continually, we got to deal with the outer courts. We got to, you know, like <laughs> we, we, we still have to go through that process of recognizing that we are truly children. And what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And then how does that practically work out in the day-to-day, how do I relate this to my finances? Like, how does Yeah, and, and some of you might be listening thinking, what does this have to do with our money at all? Everything. And it does have everything to do with it. I love in the message, in the, it says, in this all-out match against sin, others have suffered far worse than you to say nothing of what Jesus went through, all that bloodshed. So don't feel sorry for yourselves, or have you forgotten how good parents treat children and that rega- God regards you as his children, which is what J- Dave's just been saying. If you've forgotten today that you are a child and not just a servant, that he is our Abba Father, that he is the loving one who wants the best for us. If you are believing something else about God today, then stop now and um, go to his word. Spend time in prayer. Think about how good a father he is. Go learn about it. Ask others to, you know, take it to your friends who, who seem to be thinking that God is good and you may not be and just say, you know what? I'm not feeling it. I'm not mm. thinking it. Talk to me about God's goodness. Cause I, I don't, I, I'm not seeing that in my life or in, in my I just belief. need a reminder or just, you need, just a reminder. need a reminder. Yeah. So that, that like, that's just an offside there just for a moment. But my dear child, don't shrug off God's discipline, but don't be crushed by it either. Mm. It's the child. He loves that. He disciplines the child. He embraces. He also corrects. And then I love this part in the message 
um, version. God is educating you. That's why you must never drop out. He's treating you as dear children. And I love that he's educating you because what, you know, I'm thinking of all these comparisons in in our financial journeys and in coaching and how there is a great part of financial coaching and discipleship that is about education. And we lack, I have lacked, you know, before we started our more than enough journey, I lacked the education about what God was saying to me about money and possessions. And again, you've heard us say it before, there's over 2,350 verses that deal with our heart issues, money and possessions, what Jesus said about money. Um, there's tons of stuff in Proverbs mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. money and possessions and, and our hearts about around that. So, so God is educating us as he, as we walk this financial ship, financial discipleship journey. But so that's just a bit of context for what. So and and I want where we want to go. I want to do. So one is, is just touch on that. You know, education is the first piece. When when Jesus talks about discipleship, and again, we're going to enter, we're going to mix up discipleship and coaching. It's the same word. It's the same thoughts. Uh, when Jesus mixes it up, there's this 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 part of the interaction when we see how Jesus coaches his disciples. Mm. He he teaches them. And they sit and they listen to his teaching, and then he gives them the ability to implement that teaching, to, to actually do it. And if you read through even the, the four gospel, then you will see that, that Jesus gives them the opportunity to actually do the gospel, to actually go out and do it, right? And, and so that's a big part of what discipleship and coaching is, not just education, which is hugely important. We got to know, we got to understand, we got to then take that understanding and actually apply it to our day-to-day and we get to in money that that becomes really tactile right right so and and of course at more than enough if you've hung out with us at all or know anything about us that's we do education this is part of the reason we do a podcast but one thing you have to understand just because you know it so you listen to dave and reb and you think okay build an emergency cushion this is a great first step. Yeah, I love it. Good, good. good thing. <laughs> and then you go off and you forget or you don't know how and you don't do it. Right. You have not implemented it. Just because you know it doesn't mean you're doing it, which has been a huge part of my own discipleship with Journey with Jesus. Over the years, God's been speaking in my heart. You have a lot of information in your head and in your heart, but it doesn't necessarily mean you know you're doing that, it. That you're doing it. Yeah. And so, Dave, when we started, when we started the journey of working together in More Than Enough, or even as he, Dave, segued from um, a family business to More Than Enough, I'd, I'd be praying and I'd, I'd say some encouraging word. And he'd always say to me, so what does that mean practically? I'm like, like and I get so <laughs> mad. I'm like, what do you mean? What does this mean practically? But it's interesting, as we work together and as we... As we, I've uh, converted you can see, her. I've well, converted her. Well, you can her. see with my hands, I'm like, I've come from this direction from the from the right. He's come from the left, and we're like, we meet in the middle, and now he does it to me, and I'm like, well, what does that mean practically? That's fine that, that the Bible says that, but what, what does that mean? And and so today, we want you to maybe look at your heart. You know, what are you believing about God? Do you believe mm-hmm. He's good? Um, maybe you know a lot of information about what God says about finances, but are you actually 
living it. And, and that's the verses in James where he says, you know, don't faith without works is dead. So don't just go look in a mirror and then walk away and forget what you look like. That's, that's what like you listen to the podcast and you walk away and you don't remember what we said. And that brings me to the second point that I was going to say, because right. it, it takes us right to actually the Hebrews one verse where, you know, it says, and, um, and let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us, fixing your eyes on Jesus. Hmm. And I just want to stop there to say, you know, um, you know, later on, he says, you know, what happened? Who distracted you from the race? Like, how, how did you, right? And, and, you know, in, in the scripture language, it's sin. Um, and that, that obviously is, is part of it. Anything that distracts us from focusing our eyes on Christ. Mm. Well, we can just put that in that whole, I don't want to, you know, there's the sin word has a lot attached to it. And, and, but anything that distracts us from Christ, that distracts us from running the race that is marked out for us. So this is what's so cool because if we talk about the three things, so Jesus for the joy mm -hmm. set before him, mm -hmm. there is this motivation of joy. Now there's lots of, where was this focus? Where were where, his eyes? Where, where right. was his eyes? What was he focused on? There's lots of conversation about what was that joy? Was the mm. joy actually bringing us into freedom? Was his joy, the joy of obeying the father, you know, was his joy yes, knowing that he yes. was going to gather all his, <laughs> yes. his brothers and sisters to himself and as, as co-heirs, with himself. Yes. And Dave's saying, yes, yes, yeah. yes. He's shaking yeah. his head, of course, nodding his head. But then, then, okay. So for the joy set before him. So here's interesting. He endured the cross. Mm -hmm. So he had the perseverance, the endurance, the focus, the, I, I can't even imagine. I, I can't. And, and it goes on to say, you know, don't grow weary and lose heart. Consider mm -hmm. him. You guys haven't yet shed your blood. Have, have we shed our blood over our financial journey, over obeying the Lord? Have we shed blood over it? Um, when God says, you know what, you maybe have to um, rein in some of your spending or. Well, and, and this is, you know, this is the practical part. We can actually link it and we can say, well, wait a minute. You know, when, when we have our eyes on Christ mm -hmm. and we say, I'm running the race. And first of all, there's a, there's a little bit of a recognition that I might be getting off course. Like I might be distracted and, and, you know, that can be distracted by lack. It can be distracted by too much. It can be distracted by, mm. you know, things coming in. Wow. And, and again, we don't have to go any farther than the temptation of Christ to go, what did, what did Satan do? Right. Well, he took him and showed him the entire world, the, the riches of the world, trying to distract him from his position as a son, you know, and this speaks to this ver verse in Hebrew, Jesus had a clear picture of the joy set before him and the riches of the world weren't part of that joy. No. And so he was very much able oh, to say, <laughs> okay, you know what? So, Man so what's our joy? So if I ask you, what what's a question. The, what is our joy? What is... What are we focused on when we think about financial discipleship or our coaching journey, let's say, or getting, we know, let's say some listeners, you're listening and you're like, I've wanted to get my act together and my finances. I know I'm not um, living within my means um, for all kinds of reasons. You know, it could be poor, it's, 
but it's it's about choice because mm-hmm. of the choices we made whether whether we've lost a job or whether we've intentionally gone into debt because we wanted stuff their their choices are involved but what is the joy set before us well at more than enough we would say it's the hope and freedom we find um in in being able to not pay the creditor like that's one example <laughs> well, that's a joy i have i have a joy not paying interest. putting money in your pocket as opposed to a bank's well, pocket well like serena yeah, opened yeah. we got this cap one fake card you know you get them in the mail and she came in and said oh mom and i said oh well we could take this card and get between three hundred and seven thousand dollars now we could have another credit card but if i withdrew money today the interest on that is 21 percent Mm-hmm. So if I took $200 or $100 out, I'd be paying $121 mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. And that's just 100 bucks. I said, she goes, well, that's ridiculous. I'm like, yeah. Out of but, the mouth of babes. But we do it. Mm-hmm. And, and, but so then what keeps me from going to credit? What is the joy? And what is your joy? As listeners, what is the joy set before you? Why are you um, pursuing financial uh, wholeness and health? Right. It is, it is so that you can walk freer, walk in hope, maybe give more. Your reasons are your reasons. Hmm. I, you know, and this is, you know, this does touch on some really sensitive and difficult decisions to make. For example, you know, as parents, um, you know, let's just use the example of, of a, a, a vacation. You know, as parents, I can, it's a good thing to be together with the family. It's a disconnect from the world and reconnection with the family. It's a getting off and all of us in, in for our, just as a family, for our mental health, a vacation is a, is an amazing thing. And yet, if I don't prepare for it and I don't have the money in hand to go on the vacation, mm-hmm. then it, already is a little bit tainted, but then when we bring that vacation, and I'm just using that as the example, and we say, Lord, all right, this is my desire, but I'm going to surrender. And this is the hard part. I think this is the part that when we look at the Hebrews for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Sometimes we have to make difficult decisions that, that really like they make sense. They're good. They're, and I just have to trust that all of those things that I want for my family that I think a vacation is going to give me that, that the Lord can supply that in a way. And, and sometimes he supplies the money and we get to go. But, and then it sometimes. goes back to that make every spiritual spending decision a spiritual one, which sounds maybe funny to some of us. And, um, but the more I say it, the more I live it. Um, how, how are, how are we doing in our finances? Lord, can you show me? Like, I really want this thing. I really want this vacationer. Mm-hmm. But can I trust you that I know I don't have the cash for it. So I, I just need to trust you and I'm going to wait and I'm going to talk to you about it and see how you lead us. Exactly. And, and, and again, you know, this is what the writer of the Hebrews is saying. Well, you haven't endured to the shedding of blood. So we're not talking about it's, you know, it's not a life and death situation here, but it is certainly a desire. And it's certainly something that we say, I can justify going into debt. And, and again, I would challenge and say, so you want to count the cost? You just did give the, gave the example of, well, if it costs me 21%, then I have to count the cost. But can I trust the Lord 
to supply all those things in the way. And I might have to work an extra job. I might have to, you know, we might have to pool money. We might, you know, don't rob any banks, nothing illegal. But <laughs> if you feel like the, that going on a vacation is something that, that, that you, again, is your desire and you feel like you got kind of the green light from, from the Lord, I can all, I can pretty much say this unequivocally. The money will not grow on the tree. Right? Like, you know, the, there <laughs> so is something. How are you, how are you yeah, planning what are you going to pay to for do? that thing? That's yeah. right, right? Are, what's the plan? And are the we- Lord gives creativity and the Lord gives opportunity and the Lord gives a, uh, and sometimes we go, wow, like, you know, I just. I had, we had a trip happened. like that and you were like, yeah, whatever. I, I don't think so. We don't have the cash. And I said, well, I need $600 for a plane, plane, <laughs> a flight and that very day um you this was in the interim when we didn't have a lot of cash and you were doing other jobs we weren't gonna we weren't gonna go on the trip but i really felt like we we were to go and i knew we weren't gonna go in debt for it and then we got i said dave i just look up flights we need six hundred dollars for a flight so um that day i uh, we got handed a check for six hundred dollars and you know what dave said to me I'm looking at the camera because he said, well, that's for my flight, not yours. So where are you going to get the money in the and, end? And interesting enough, the source of that check was work that I had done, done. in the previous months yes. for a friend who, you know, I'd just done kind of a side gig for him. Didn't actually expect money to come from that. I And anyways, the long anyway, and short is got the check, the check that, day, that day. The day I said the $600, then I'm like, well, do we go now or not? And then someone else applied the other um, cash. I don't even remember how your ticket got. Paid yeah, for. I, I do. Know. I know exactly. It was a, fr- okay. a family friend um, who had heard the story and said, "Oh, I'll play for your flight, oh, there you so go. you guys can go." So there's anyway, some generosity anyway, and I, some work. Yeah. That's anyway, cool. but for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. He went and endured. So in financial coaching, man, we're coming to the end already. Yeah, ah, we talked way too long about all kinds of things. <laughs> so he endured the cross. You have endurance and perseverance because you know the purpose. Mm -hmm. This is the thing about financial discipleship, which we can leave you with today, is just know why you're doing what you're doing. Mm. Um, What's the purpose? What's the joy set before you? Because you endure the cross. Well, he endured the cross. He scorned its shame. So you're actually able to deal with the embarrassment and shame of your finances. Mm. Um, you can overcome that because you know what the goal is. You know that there's freedom coming. You know that in Christ, because of his journey to the cross, all things are possible. It is possible today. This is the encouragement we leave because he endured such opposition, because he endured the cross. He scorned the shame. You can, you can say, I'm not going to let the shame of debt or my financial situation keep me in hiding any longer. I'm going to step out in faith and courage because Jesus is with me. And there are people in my church or there's coaches at more than enough who I know will walk with me and we're going to do this together and I'm not alone. And then the final piece of that is that he is seated at the right hand. He, he, he endured the cross, scorned his shame and is now seated at the right hand of God. He stepped into, um, that place of authority that he earned. And when we, 
when it's we, the fullness of his identity. It is the fullness of his identity that mm-hmm. we receive. And then when we start living out this financial journey with him, we actually get positioned in the place that he has meant us to be in. Not, and we can step into the fullness of our identity. Yes, we, we, yes. we keep our eyes on Christ and he is in the fullness of his identity yes. right now. And we mm-hmm. are the children of God, and and yet we get to step into the fullness of our own unique identity. And that's a whole other podcast. (laughs) And how money relates to that. Are we using the money that God has given us to actually help us move into the fullness of the identity that we have through Christ Jesus? That's what Hebrews is talking about Mm -hmm. when he says, you know, um, let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. And we're going to have to leave it at that. Oh, my goodness. That (laughs) moving into the identity of Christ, but our identity through Christ uh, and how money relates to that. Well, Reb, you're going to have to just pray us out. <laughs> I Lord, I just thank you so much for this conversation. I thank mm. you for what you've revealed to us through Jesus. Mm-hmm. I thank you this day that we reflect on his glory mm-hmm. and the hardship of going to the cross. But we're grateful, Father. We say thank you that he endured the cross, scorned its shame, is seated at your right hand for the joy that was set before him. Will you stir us up, Lord, in our financial journeys to focus and fix our eyes on you for the joy that is set before us Mm. in our relationship with you to step into the identity of yours and the workmanship and the, and the things you have for us to accomplish on this earth, Mm. your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven in Mm. Jesus name. Amen. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for listening to our thoughts. And and thank you to um, just a shout out to Financial Discipleship Canada and the ministry of notmine.ca. Check out their website. You can also get the podcast there as well. So double, double hit there and join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.